you have a warrior heart, but that is the man who you are. We want to give you permission to let the fullness of your strength out in this mat. And he basically beat the Torah out of me. And uh, it was phenomenal. And the face, the fire that I saw in my, my friend's eyes, I had only seen in certain areas of his life, but he recovered an aspect of his nature that he had lost because of the wounds when he was a child. Welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. God is preaching a sermon to the world through people's lives. People's experience, history, and testimonies all point to some amazing attribute of God that you too can experience. I interview revolutionaries, fire starters, and troublemakers. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life. A voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will step into the abundant life. So let's get rolling. Today on The Kindling Fire, I have a, a new friend, Pablo Cerrone. Thank you so much, Pablo, for coming on. Troy, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So uh, he, we were uh, introduced by another, I just keep making friends. So I, I met another friend named Jeff Zhang. I, I, I probably butchered his last name, but he's with the Dad Awesome Podcast. You were a guest on that show, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Jeff, maybe a year and a half ago to be part of the show. Yeah, so Jeff is uh, uh, just really enjoyed being on his show. We, we ended up talking about some possible guests and your name came up and I'm so excited to have you on because we are very much allies in this mission uh, yeah. that God is calling us to, to help men. And uh, so uh, I'll just say really quickly, you are a co-founder and um, president of Wild Sons. And uh, can you describe a little bit about that ministry? Yes, thank you, Troy. Uh, so we're yeah, a nonprofit organization, and our heart is to fight for the hearts of men. Our mission is to awaken, restore, and initiate men, and through them, transform families and communities. That's our heart. We believe that once uh, a man recovers his full heart and is able to live a life of passion and adventure and freedom and become who God created him to be, the potential for the restoration of his marriage and his family and his um, his local world, his local community is, uh, is incredible. And we have seen it over and over again. And that's what we love to do. We, we love, our longing is to give men their heart back. Mm. And so where, where are you based out of? We're currently based out of Colorado, Lafayette, Colorado. We do, uh, we host retreats up in the mountains of Colorado here in Hatchelford Springs. That's our main location. Uh, but we have a couple of uh, exciting locations coming up next year too. We'll be uh, probably doing a, a retreat in the East Coast in South Florida in uh -huh. 2022. Yeah, next year. That's awesome. So you and me share something in common that not a lot of men can say, and that is we have experienced um, God pulling men together in a sort of a band or a, a band of brothers or a special ops, a spiritual special ops unit or, or um, I don't even know. It's, it's, it's like friendship, but it's, it's not just like, Hey, we just watched a football game together. It's like deep, deep friendship. Uh, how would you describe it? It's hard to put words to it sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I love some of the terms you use. The, the, the concept of a special operations unit, it feels uh, a little cliche and a little overused, but it's, it doesn't come any short than that. I have had many friends over many years, but there is a radical difference between hanging out with someone, having a beer, going to a barbecue, or just chilling, 
and then having a group of men who know my story inside and out and whose stories I know inside and out, um, who have become men who have become students of my heart and my story and my family, and I have become a student of theirs. So I know that when they are at war, I can come and fight for them, fight for their hearts, fight, fight for their families and fight for their, for their worlds in the same way that they would do for me. Men that I know would pick up the phone at 3, 3 a.m. If uh, I have, you know, something happens between my wife and I and I'm, I'm going down and I need help, I can, I can call them. And I don't feel this knot on my chest that if I share something vulnerable, they may reject me or they may mock me or they may, right? Instead of that, they're going to come and embrace me and speak truth into my heart and fight so that I come back to the place of union with God and union with my wife or with my children, whatever the circumstances. And that has changed my life completely. I wholeheartedly believe that one of the primary ways in which God wants to um, restore and transform the heart of a man is through peers, through like-hearted men who bring the kingdom of God to him, not just, um, it's not just between God and me. It is between God and me through the band of brothers, the people that, that he has put around me. Now you you uh, you had quote made a quote I think it was a uh, maybe it was a Dallas Willard quote or a, maybe it wasn't Dallas Willard but you quoted about the kings can you give that quote and maybe totally it's Dan Allender Dan Allender his, his his counsel is find like-hearted kings moving in the same direction and find and sign treaties with them so that if one is at war you're all at war and that's sort of the the the, the mantra behind the the building the forming these band of brothers is signing treaties treaties with each other and knowing that when i am dealing with that five percent of my life that i'm not comfortable or willing to share with anyone else i can share with them and they're going to hold my heart in a trusted and sacred space and fight for me until we see victory in whatever area of my life I'm, i have battle and the same i would do for them so, Kindling Fire listeners, I'm going to pull the curtain back just a minute and just share something with you in that one of the top shows that, and I've been doing this for almost four years now, was Band of Brothers episode one and two. I got so many emails and messages about, I wish I had friends like that. I wish I had friends like that. I am telling you, aloneness and loneliness is a pandemic among men. And if you think you're a man out there and you don't need another man or somebody you can trust or that has your six, I'm sorry to tell you, you are deceived or you have not hit that, that, that barrier yet to where you realize, oh no, I actually need help more than God and more than your wife. And so, uh, so what I really want to dig into with, with Pablo, because he's got a great history with this is how do you get from that place of where you are just disconnected and you are fearful of truly being your true self to what uh, both Pablo and I have experienced, which is this like Garden of Eden of mighty men, yes. you know, not afraid to take on any enemy and and celebrate victory together. It says the 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 the, the camps of the righteous 
uh, hear the shouts of victory. I totally botched that, but that is the scripture. I mean, to where you experience it, right? In a camp, not just by yourself, but it, with other men that all, all rejoicing because of the power and the victory of our God being exemplified in your life or their life. And, and yeah, yes. so that's where we're going. <laughs> I love it. And I love it. And I empathize so much with, uh, with the man who doesn't have that today because I didn't have it for many, many, many years. Even after I had consented to God and I had acknowledged, I need your restoration. I need transformation. Something's got to give. I need change. I walked on that path alone for many years. And I didn't experience as much growth and transformation. My heart didn't come fully alive until I was able to begin finding those brothers that could fight alongside. And so the first thing that I, I want to say is, is grace, and I fully understand where you are. And, and the second thing is that band of brothers, that concept of those like parted kings fighting for you and you fighting for them is available for you, even though you may be feeling that, that you don't know how. That's the second component. So the first invitation I would, I would probably extend out there to our listeners today is, would you dare to believe that that's available to you? Amen. God would make that available in his ways and in his timing, but he can. If, would you consent to opening your heart and saying, God, I want that. I, I, I acknowledge my desire. I need men around me, true men, in true wholehearted relationship. Would you bring me a man? And that was the beginning for me. I attended an event similar to the events that you attended in the past, Troy. And I remember watching from this, from my seat, a conversation between these incredible men on the stage. And they were sharing with each other their lives. And you could tell that they had miles and miles and miles in, in the journey together. Yeah. And the first thing that I felt was, oh, my God, if I could be a part of that. Yeah. How can I join them? How, what kind of email can I send to see if I, if I can put my umbilical cord into them because I want some of that life, right? Yeah. Um, thank God it was very quickly I understood I am seeing something mythic that I am attracted to and God is stirring this desire in me, but the solution is not to try to join someone else's band of brothers. Can I truly believe that there is the equivalent of that for me? And if and so, Jesus, I open my heart and would you show me how to do it? And and the first thing that, that, that uh, happened for me was to pray for one man. I don't need 10. I don't need 20. Give me one man that I can, that I can do life with, that I can begin sharing this with. And so coming down from that one event with the thirst that I had, I came back to my church. And I was part of a men's group. And I was part of a bigger community. And those guys were great. And our conversations were awesome. But I was craving for something different, something yeah. deeper, something more intimate and vulnerable and open. And, and I was having a casual conversation with a friend and I just said, Hey, would you, would you, why don't we take a couple of guys through this book and, and, and see what happens? And he said, yes. And then there was a, a follow-up conversation that I had with a mentor of mine at the time. And his counsel was absolutely beautiful. What he said was, if you are longing for that type of relationship, the first thing you need to do is model true vulnerability. As much as you're willing to risk in sharing the darkest parts of your story with someone who's promising to keep it in confidentiality, the more you're going to set the stage for that person to feel comfortable sharing his life with you. And you are the one to model. And I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was not trained. I wasn't equipped. I felt inadequate. I don't know where I'm going with this. Right. 
but I am craving for these relationships, so I'll be willing to that. So I sat down with my body and we got a couple of guys around the fire and we began to share our story. And that was the beginning of that. Um, this is my story. And I was born and raised in Colombia and I shared about the divorce with my parents. And I shared how I had been addicted to pornography for 15 years and how I was having issues still with my wife coming out of that and how I was um, angry and fearful at times and how I was not financially where I wanted to be. And I could see in the, in the faces of the guys in front of me, a combination of two things. First, panic, because they were feeling they were gonna have to share the same. <laughs> what, is this what we're doing here? Uh, but second, <laughs> the second was a, a, a side of relief because even though they were not outwardly expressing desire for that type of relationship yet, they craved for that internally because we all do that because that's the type of relationship that we want, uh, authentic, real, true. And they went quickly from, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing great. The Lord is awesome to saying, yes, the Lord is awesome. And I'm doing, dealing with all of this crap. And if you're willing, I can share a little more. And so we began to take turns over time and allow each one of the men to share their story. This is my story. And these were my issues with my dad. And this is how he treated me. And this have, has been my beyond career and jobs. And how was, how was the game on Sunday? We skipped all of that. And we went down to the issues of the heart. But that only happened by modeling. And I didn't have the script. And so I went with what I had, my story. And I was, um, I was in touch with my heart. I, I knew that I needed my heart to be restored. I knew that I needed friends, close friends. And so I started by sharing. And that, that created the momentum. It created something beautiful. If you're willing to say that, maybe I'm willing to say, yes, I'm dealing with this too. All right, if you're dealing with that, how can I help you? How can I pray for you? How can I fight you? And the more we got to know each other, the more we got to know each other. So I began to realize, yeah. oh, wait a second. Troy is way more than this great salesman and whatever he's doing for a, for a job. He's, he's an amazing, an incredible image of uh, the way he expresses the image of God is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the way that you speak or this other guy loves uh, his passion about certain other things and his desires. And, um, and so the more I got to know my friends, the, most, the more I was able to speak truth into their hearts, draw the gold out. And so we went, um, initially we wanted to be accountable for each, to each other. And, and we said, wait a second, but this is not, uh, I don't want to be a parole officer to you. I don't want to be here just expecting for you to blow it so that I can tell you how to correct your behavior. It needs to be deeper than that. It is, this is who I see you are as a man who expresses the image of God. And I see that your behavior is not aligned with that. You can do better. How can I help you? Yeah, I'm just, I want to stop you there for that one, because that is key. That was so key in our band of brothers in that sin was not the topic That's for right. the conversation. The conversation was around the glory of God that was embedded into the man and That's that right. just being seen. And then all of us championed around that. And so when they were not living up to that call and that true identity, there was accountability. 
but accountability was only a means to the end of the glory of God being represented in your life. Not, hey, can I come to your meeting every week and get my hand slapped? It's like, it, I, and I guess I, just to say, I'll just be very blunt about this. It doesn't work. Accountability only will fail you. If that is your only model of men getting together, you will be frustrated in a year or two. You will not have those same friends in a year or two. You will not have what Pablo and I are talking about. That's 100% true because accountability alone is focused on the behaviors and the actions and trying to force us to be better, to try harder to change the behavior and the action without realizing that my behaviors are only the symptom of a deeper reality and that reality is what's happening at the level of my heart. So if we focus the conversation on the heart and realize, dude, you're going to this place again because you're trying to numb a pain. Yeah. And that pain has been in your story since your dad told you this because I've gotten to know your story and got to know you. And so why don't we invite Jesus to come and heal this wound so that you can operate according to who you really are. You're a son of God. You're a faithful husband. You're a strong friend you're a warrior and receiving that piece of healing in the company of brothers who are ministering that 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 the heart of god on behalf of someone allows the person to then not have to focus on the symptom oh i don't need to go there anymore because the war is against identity man i the the image i'm getting is sort of like what you're talking about is a sharp precision weapon in the hands of God. If I can take that thing and say, pinpoint, this is what's going on at a heart level. You know, this is the vow or this is the peace because I know you and you, and I love you and I'm for you and you trust me. And so my intervention is very sharp, right? It's very poignant. It's almost Holy spirit inspired, if you will. Um, and whereas the accountability piece is sort of like the Bible says to do whatever, be kind to your wife. I don't know. Pick some random verse. Right. And then you just like apply like this nerf sword to it and like beat people. And you're like, it says this, it says this, it says this. But what about my story, my particular bent, my particular, um, you know, struggles, it's just like, who cares about all that? The Bible says it. And, and it, it's that's why it's not as effective because you just see be like, well, I don't know how to overcome it. I'm supposed to overcome it. I guess I'll just figure this out. And if you keep getting beat like that in a community, you'll just go by yourself and try to figure it out or you'll give up. 100%. And if I'm afraid that that's what the group is going to be about, I won't even join. I won't even share because if I share the struggles, then what they're going to tell me is try harder. And that's not helpful. I've been trying harder for 10 years and I haven't been able to change this. Yeah. But Jesus comes and restores the heart in the company of that band of brothers around the fire with a cigar at hand, speaking truth, drawing the gold out. And, and then the restoration uh, takes place over time. And together with that um, alliance that we're moving in the same direction and fighting for each other, what we see is uh, short of miraculous. In our, in our journey, part of what happened is that the wives began to take notice and said, well, we want some of that. And so 
because they, we are beginning to change. So they, they also want to get together. And other guys were like, hey, can we join your band of brothers? Again, because they were not yeah. um, realizing that God had the same for them. But the ministry that now we, we, we are a, a part of has been the fruit of this. And so it's not, um, it's simply a gathering of friends and we're inviting others to experience what this looks like over the course of a weekend so that they can come back and experience it, bring it to their own world. Yeah, just to reiterate what you said earlier, guys, if you see this, and I think this is what happened when we did, and, and you've maybe experienced, you see the sacred bond that God has brought between men, and you see it, and you're like, is there room at the table for me? Is, you know, it's like, I know you've been friends for 15 years, and I just walked in, and I need some stuff. Can, can I come sit at the table? And that's, again, the wrong approach. The, not that you can't glean from those rich relationships, but you have to have faith. God has a friend for you. Yes. God has a community and a band of brothers for you. Yes. And you, and you laid it out so well as sort of like the, the level of risk we're talking about that's required to go here. Yeah. And as a result, that's why my counsel would be start with one. Yeah. And, and take that as a, as a crawl before we, you walk, before you run, is what, who is one man who is as hungry and thirsty for God and for transformation as I am? Yeah, amen. That's a great... It is, not, it is not anyone, right? And it is not necessarily my church's men's group. It may be, and it could be maybe with some of the, of the guys, but the objective here is not, let's get together and go through a book over the next four months, and then we'll see. The objective is I am willing to risk in sharing my story and opening my heart to a man in hopes that he will do the same. And that will only happen with the right person. And so who is the hungry? Who is the thirsty? Jesus, would you show me one man? And then start. And then once you two begin to work, Jesus, is there anyone else that you would like that for us to invite into this gathering? And maybe two show up. And the next piece of counsel that I would suggest is it cannot be big. It cannot be 20 guys. It cannot be 15 guys, because if you're committing to fighting the battles of the men around you and asking them to commit to fight for your battles, there are only so many fronts that you can cover successfully, like in any other, like in war. And so it needs to be a small number of people that you can trust, that you can share your deepest uh, stories and your deep, the deepest and uh, most intimate parts of your heart with and with whom you're willing to really go to war with. And sometimes the war of my friend may be a constant war for six months and I need to be there sacrificially for him uh, because I know that at, at some point it'll be me as well. And so you cannot do that with too many people. And so my counsel again would be start slow, pray for one man and continue slow and add just the key man as jesus shows uh slowly over time yeah yeah it's it's uh that's such good advice so you'll know the scripture says jesus said you'll know a tree by its fruit yes. you'll know a tree by its fruit and and um you know in the episode that i keep referring back to there was just testimony after testimony after testimony of transformation Yes. you know, uh, of my friends and of me. And so my question to you would be, do you have any stories 
from a, a, this kind of community that you can share about yourself or others or both? Yeah, well, recently, uh, one of my closest friends is going through a beautiful journey. And, and there are different aspects of the nature of God in us as men, as you well know, Troy. One of them is the warrior heart. And yeah. God, God wants to awaken the warrior heart in each of us because it takes a warrior to fight to get our hearts restored from the wounds we have received in the past and from the assaults of the enemy. And it takes a warrior to fight for each other and to fight for our wives and marriages and for our children and community. And so the warrior heart is one of the key ways in which we express the image of God. And God wants to awaken that warrior heart in us through the company of the brothers around the fire, through the company of the band of brothers. And so a great friend of mine has been one of my closest allies for many years now. He is as hungry and thirsty as I am for life. And we want more of Jesus. We always say there is more. Jesus, give me more of you at any cost. Amen. One of the areas and, and one of the questions we ask each other is, what is your frontier? What is the area that God is inviting you into where you feel inadequate or uncomfortable or just un unequipped, where you need God's initiation and where we can partner together as men and help be part of that initiation journey for you as a man? And in, in my friend's case, it started with wanting a deeper intimacy with his own wife. And he realized that the way he was fighting for his wife's heart, the way that he had done that in the past was insufficient for the season of marriage that God was inviting him into in the areas to come, in the, in the years to come. And so he realized, I find myself checking out at times and going into my hobbies and into maybe spending a lot of time with the kids, which is great. But I know that I'm doing that at the expense of fighting for my wife in the way that she needs it. And I just feel inadequate. I just feel that I need my warrior heart to, to wake up to this reality. And through prayer and, and through some you know, conversations around uh, the friends, we decided to start fighting, like physically fighting as a metaphor for the awakening of the warrior heart. So we began to practice jujitsu. And some of us had some martial arts experience. So we did some boxing. <coughs> And my friend didn't have any experience whatsoever in that area. And he began to feel like a little intimidated by that. Taking a punch, taking a hard kick on the leg, feeling the power of another man on top of you when they're like putting you on a submission hold. And so the initial reaction was intimidation. But we went to him and we said, this is the man that you are. And this is what we see in you. And this is how we see you operate in every other area of your life. The way you fight for your children is this. The way that you have done this at work and you're in your financial challenges and how you have overcome this and this and that. You have a warrior heart. You have just, you haven't expressed it in this area yet. But that is the man who you are. We want to give you permission to let the fullness of your strength out in this mat. And then we'll talk about it, we'll pray, we'll bring Jesus into the, into the conversation. And he gave himself permission because he knew we, he could be, we, could tr we trusted him and he trusted us. And he basically beat the Torah out of me. And uh, it was phenomenal, right? In, within the context of, you know, but his strength was close to supernatural. And the face, the fire that I saw in my, my friend's eyes, I had only seen in certain areas of his life, but he recovered an aspect of his nature that he had lost because of the wounds when he was a child. Um, and as a result of that, using that metaphor, the question is, would you be willing to bring that warrior heart now in fighting for the heart of your wife and loving her in the way that we know you want to love her 
And that's now the practice. That's now what he's putting, how he's putting that into practice. And it has ramifications. His son saw him practicing jujitsu and he said, I want jujitsu too. So now they're both competing in a tournament and we have been training him for the tournament. But all of those things simply as the metaphor for what's happening at the level of the heart, how that's allowing my friend to um, become more of the man that God created him to be and therefore bringing him strength on behalf of the woman, the person that he loves the most in the world, which is his wife. Um, so that's a recent example. Literally, we were fighting last Tuesday night on the mat and I got to experience his strength as a man in ways that I had never done. And so it's a recent example of something that I'm bringing um, here. Another uh, maybe older example and um, something that was a rescue to me was a few years into my marriage um, because of the brokenness that I had brought into my marriage and the unhealed places in my heart. And I, I ended up wrecking our marriage. I, I basically betrayed my wife in uh, myriads of ways and broke her heart. And we ended up separating, living separate lives for uh, close to nine months until she, um, she told me that we needed to get a divorce. And um, my reaction was a combination of, if that's what you want, then that's it. And I'll accept it. Um, the, the motive for my response was fear and shame. And I just went into hiding. And um, it was only because I was able to share what had happened to me to one of my closest friend at the time. Um, and he was able to fight for my heart and say, wait a second, that's not the man that you are. And so back to the warrior heart, he said, no, you need to fight first for your heart and recover from everything that has happened. Two, you need to realize that the enemy that you're fighting is not your wife. You do have an enemy and it's not her. And you need to shut that guy down and I'm going to help you. And number three, as you recover your strength, you need to go back and fight for her heart. This was um, in the 2005, around 2005, and we were very close to getting divorced. But because of his help and God intervening in my life through this close friend whom I was willing to share my, my, my struggle, the reality of what I was going through, um, he began to fight for me constantly. And we would gather constantly. And how are you doing? I'm giving up. What do you mean you're giving up? That's not the man that you are. I have seen you. I know your heart. You're not going to give up. This is what we're going to do. Let's pray together. And this is who I see you. And, and he took me through a, a journey and I owe him forever. I was able to recover my strength, go back and start fighting for my wife. And um, by the grace of God, she came back to, to me and we um, got back together. And since then we've been rebuilding our beautiful marriage. We just celebrated 20 years and renewed our vows and have two amazing boys. And my son, Mateo, who's 10 now, and my, my second son, my youngest, Lucas, who is five, they were not born at the time of all this struggle. And if it wasn't for my friend fighting for my heart in the way that he did, my two sons would not exist today. Yeah. I mean, that's, it doesn't get more poignant than that. I mean, that's, that's the reality. And I think that listeners, so many of you are missing a huge aspect of the blessing of God in your life by fear and, and isolation and uh, being found out or whatever. Um, 
you know, don't become another statistic where you look good, but then you fall hard. It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a man that knows they need help, a hungry man who knows he needs help, and a hungry man that longs for more and find that friend. And, um, and Pablo, I, those are powerful, powerful testimonies. And I hope it inspires, aggravates, and spurs on the people that are listening, yes. especially that really need it, yes. uh, to say, I, I need to take that next step. It is needed and it is available. That yeah. is my, my message. I was the one who was lonely and I didn't know that it was available for me as it is available for each one of our listeners today. Yeah. Amen. That's so good. Well, look, if we could just close out uh, with in, in prayer uh, before we do that, uh, if they want to follow up and find out more about what you have to offer, where would they go? Yeah, our website is wildsons.com. Uh, we're again hosting events uh, a few times per year, and those are by invitation only. And because we're here in the podcast, what I would say is send me an email at pablo at wildsons.com if you want to participate in any of our events, and uh, I'll be glad to extend an invitation. Awesome. So why don't you pray for the listeners based on our conversation? I will. Father, we give you thanks. Thank you that you're pursuing our hearts and that your desire, your intention is for us to recover our full hearts, to come fully alive, to live a life of passion and adventure and freedom, become the men you created us to be and experience deep and profound intimacy with you. Thank you that you're the one pursuing us and thank you that you pursue us through in the company of brothers. So for us and for each one of our listeners uh, today, we ask, Father God, that in your provision, in your law, that you would bring one man, that you would bring a like-hearted king moving in the same direction with which each of our listeners today can sign treaties so that if one is at war, they all may be at war. We pray, Lord, that as a result of today's podcast, you would bring divine appointments, create divine appointments and bands of brothers where yes, men can fight for each other, for each other's hearts and lives, for each other's wives and families. We give you thanks for your listening to our prayers and your answer is yes. So we worship you and praise you, Lord Jesus, and you have our yes in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pablo. Uh, it's been a pleasure to, to do the show with you. And I know that people are enriched for your stories. Thank you so much. My honor. Thank you for the, for the invitation, Troy. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to connect, go over to Instagram, search Troy Mangum or The Kindling Fire, and we can connect there. And that would be a great way to kind of stay in touch. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay, guys, until next time, be awesome.